Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Welcome back to another edition of Issues in Education. Mondays during the Noon Report, we spotlight the issues that matter most to our public schooling families with the good Dr. Ralph Kerr at the Teaching and Learning Institute. Ralph, hope you had a wonderful weekend. Boy, summer like out there this weekend. Might have to mow the lawn a time or two before uh, we get those snow shovels out. But welcome back to the program. Thank you, Bob. I'll hey. keep my snow shovel in the garage. Thank you very much. <laughs> you can keep it there till spring for all I care. Yeah. Uh, but we have so much to talk about. Let's jump right in. We'll begin with the latest ACT test scores. Um, they are at a 30-year low, Ralph. How come? Well, uh, this is a test that high school students take. It's sort of an entry test for placement in college. And it's really a reflection of about two years of uh, lack of quality instruction because of COVID. And so it doesn't surprise me that these test scores are all down. Hopefully, now that we're back to regular school, that will change next year. Quick follow-up. How much are colleges looking at these test scores today versus, you know, 20, 30 years ago? (laughs) Less and less because the uh, overall potential enrollment of colleges in terms of the numbers of students has gone down significantly. So colleges are not paying near as much attention to the ACT or the SAT scores anymore. All right, let's talk about what to do when students behave badly. The in-school versus out-of-school suspension. Many districts are getting rid of -of out-of-school suspension. Um, One superintendent famously said that if we let these kids go home during the day, they're going to commit crimes. So it's better to keep them in school. What do you think works best at correcting bad behavior here? Do we have a couple hours to answer this question? (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) No, okay. Well, let me just say that I think there is a place for out-of-school suspension, but it should be used very sparingly. If a student has the potential to bring harm to other students, then I believe that out-of-school suspension is appropriate. Yeah, one of the ways they used to correct bad behavior when I was in school was our teacher had this big paddle at the front of the class. (laughs) They don't do that anymore, but, you know, uh, corporal punishment is making a comeback Couldn't believe this story out of Cassville, Missouri. A school there is letting parents opt in to corporal punishment. Your thoughts? Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Uh, You know, it's just a counter argument of what we've been talking about in terms of parental rights in school. And then to turn around and give the school the uh, opportunity to provide corporal punishment for your child, I think is just the wrong way to go about it. Yeah, 2022, I don't know how that would fly there, but that's what's happening there in in Cassville, Missouri. Um, You know, we talked a lot about this during COVID because of the advent of Zoom school. Does that mean snow days are a thing of the past? New York City's already done away with snow days. We get that first big snowstorm of the season, Ralph. What's going to happen in New York and Pennsylvania? Well, a lot of places are going to e-learning again, which means go back on the Internet and learn as best you can. There was a survey done, actually, a pretty significant survey of parents on this issue, and it was split right down the middle, 50-50 yes, 50-50 no. Hmm. So, you know, but the same problems exist, lack of Internet service or very slow Internet service. 
teachers are not supportive of this at all, and I don't blame them. Yeah, and then finally, last week, the Pennsylvania Senate, if only we could get our elected lawmakers to take this class, uh, because <laughs> they spend money like it's going out of style. But the Pennsylvania Senate has approved a bill that would require high schoolers pass a class on financial literacy. Course subjects would include such things as preparing taxes or paying for college or the true cost of credit. Do you support such a requirement, Ralph? I certainly do. I'm an old business teacher, and it used to be that in business courses, we actually taught a course to do with financial literacy. And I think in today's world, that that's a great addition to the curriculum, particularly the item of the true cost of credit. I mean, that's just overwhelming when mm. people really take a look at that. Again, uh, maybe we could get a few people in Washington, D.C. signed up for that class. I'm with you, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but I digress. Hey, if you have questions on any of the topics we discussed today, been a lot of places in just five minutes. Ralph, you have a wonderful website where folks can go and check you out. Maybe you're thinking of running for your local school board. Uh, there's information there as well. Ralph, where can folks find you? Thank you, Bob. They can simply go to whyrun.org. And I want to thank the people that did that two weeks ago about one of the issues that we talked about. That's the purpose of the website, whyrun.org. 